1: hey y'all welcome back to another episode of black women healing podcast and today you have us your two hosts Myra and Danica and we just decided today just to do a little guided journaling exercise instead of journaling we're gonna talk about it so hopefully this this helps you all to continue to reflect as it is gonna help us so Myra's gonna use the book what book is this Myra
0: So, this book is A Note to Self, and it was a journal that Alex L. created, but it's discontinued. So, you're not going to be able to find it. So, sorry about that. But (laughs) I was able to get one of the copies. But since we're talking about Alex L., she actually recently just published a new book called How We Heal, and it is going to be released tomorrow. I was fortunate to get a pre order, and I ordered some of my friends a copy. Um, but that book I believe also has like journaling prompts in it but if you sign up for her newsletter she sends you three questions like every few days to answer so that's free so check that out yeah what'd you say I said Alex L is bomb yeah and it's just crazy (laughs) now like when I started following her she was my age and like it's just interesting to have seen her journey so to 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 give a little bit about Alex L she is um, a poet, someone who leads meditation. She facilitates um, healing workshops, things like that. She's based in the DMV area. Um, and she had her daughter, I want to say, like when she was 18. So a lot of her journey, she talks about like when she had her daughter. Um, and then it's really cool to see how she was like on this search for love. And she met this man on Twitter and she flew to California to meet him and she began dating him and that is now her husband and they have two beautiful baby girls together so she has three daughters now he's also a poet um and she had her own podcast with her daughter but now she's transitioned over to have a podcast with I think I talked about this book it's about walking um the daily walk I think is the name of their podcast actually I can't think of the name of the book So that's the work that she does um I know all this because I listen to her books I'm not a creep but anyway (laughs) I'm also taking her (laughs) classes which she does classes like every few months where she'll like send you exercises to do and you talk about them with her for like six weeks um and so that's really cool so she offers like a lot of different things I love her so yeah um, <laughs> get started. Talking about so yeah, let's see where should we start? Okay, so this question hmm, is, what parts of yourself are you most confident about? I like that question a lot actually. Mm-hmm
1: um what parts of myself I would say um I like
0: the say the question again just want to make sure I'm using Mm the right thinking of the right thing I don't think I should repeat a thing because I want you to say whatever you Okay. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I mean, the first thing that's coming to mind is like my ability to recognize the, the power of vulnerability. I feel like that I'm pretty vulnerable with m- most of my, mostly my friends, but sometimes I'm vulnerable with people who are not my close friends too. I feel like that it helps me to build connection um, and relatability. Like one of the biggest things, like that I know that helps my own healing journey is like connecting with people and sharing like sharing my 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 untreated trauma, my trauma, uh all the things. And so I guess I'm thinking of like uh like if you know I'm if I'm going through something, um most likely I am going to discuss what's going on with me, you know? Um mm-hmm. but I feel like it it actually helps me. I feel like I've learned that about myself. Like so I would say, yeah, my ability, that part of myself to be vulnerable and to recognize the power of it. I think that,
0: yeah. What about you? I like that. Um, So mine would be, my first one would be my gap. I love my gap. Um, I remember my dance teacher, she also has a gap. Even though I hate dance, I never bring this up. But anyway, oh, <laughs> <laughs> my dance teacher will always be like, don't get braces because your teeth represent my like, character and I used to be like what is this lady talking about but now as an adult like it does bring character and I noticed people with like really straight teeth I'd be looking for their character I'm like where is it like <laughs> I can't find it like I find myself like really doing that just because I'm so set on like teeth mm-hmm. and I think eyes look get people's eyes like people who have big eyes like people have slants I feel like some people like I really like the cute little bags like when they're not like they don't like you tired but it looks like that's just how your eyes are I think that is so cute interesting yeah um and then my other thing would be I feel like I easily connect with people so I really like that about myself and I can easily help other people connect with people so I like that Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: like when Uh, you talk about teeth though like I am like
1: I love when people have character and I say character in their teeth meaning like I cannot stand the whole train now with the 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 fake teeth or what are they called in the dentures or whatever mm-hmm. I cannot stand that because it's just like oh my goodness everybody's teeth look exactly the same they're not supposed to your teeth right. are not supposed to be perfect like that it just looks so weird and so like I love teeth with character rather it's like a you know, uh, you know, it goes up. Some people have like the vampire, like where it, the two the two come out. I most mm-hmm. definitely love a gap. My family's full of gaps, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure if I have children, my child will have a gap because it doesn't skip me, and I think it's skip my mom and dad too. It's gonna we have gaps on both sides, like big ass gaps too, not That's little cool. big ones. And so, like, I love a good gap, but I think that that is such a good part of yourself that you've embraced because a lot of people don't I mean mm-hmm. I could name several people who closed their gap not even just celebrities but just people around around me and I just be like no mm-hmm. but to each his own you know it's your body you can do what you want but I love the fact that that's one of the parts
0: you've embraced yeah yeah I love that okay so the next one is what is the last thing that made you laugh hard oh
1: yes um I love a good laugh make me laugh oh my goodness so last week um it was Halloween weekend and my my friend had a little kickback at her place and uh, I invited a, another friend of mine she came over I'm like you know we're not dressing up we just dressing down you know it is what it is I don't really feel like doing all of that and she had this pink unicorn one of those big blow-ups floaty suits that everybody's wearing oh I saw that
0: on somebody's story were you was that you you my
1: story yes When I tell you, I can't. I went in my room. I was just finished getting dressed. I come back on. She got this big old pink suit. On. <laughs> I was gone, like crying, laughing, and then that ain't even the funniest part. So I put on some music. I'm recording. And we dance and laughing and stuff. It's just funny, right? It's just humorous. And then uh, I was like, I'm about to send you these videos. I'm gonna send it to you on Instagram. And so I sent them to the wrong <laughs> person. <laughs> When I tell you, I was so I was crying, laughing like tears because I said, "Oh, i was like, did you get them?" She was like, "No." (laughs) I went to my page and I sent it to somebody completely different, and all I could think about is somebody waking up to those DMs. Imagine looking at your phone and seeing like these—it's random pink unicorn dancing. Like what? So I was just cracking up. I hurry up and deleted them. Um, so hopefully they didn't see them. But hey, that was a laugh for myself. Um uh, yeah, what about you?
0: Yesterday I was laughing a lot. So I'm trying to think of like one that's like funny that I can, let me point out one. Um mm. So my friends, we decided we were going to make pizza, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I left it to them to go get this stuff for the pizza, but they brought this nasty bread for the pizza and they brought cheddar cheese. And then the toppings that they bought did not make sense. I mean, I guess it made sense to them, but they bought like pineapple, olives, jalapenos, and pepperoni and when I say it doesn't make sense what they bought it was the version of it that they bought
1: oh like the pineapples it wasn't <laughs> like like what was like a like, certain type of a cut of it type of thing the jalapeno certain cut all of that type of thing
0: <laughs> yeah so I was like why did y'all get cheddar cheese and they were like because we think it's gonna be good it ended up coming out as like pizza quesadillas and like the cheese would not melt into the bread it was just horrible, and they were really trying to force themselves to eat it. So that was a hot mess. Like looking at them, like forcing themselves to eat it, and I was like, "Y'all are only doing that because I said it was gonna come out right." And they're <laughs> and then I'm looking at throwing it away. I'm not. I'm like, I'm looking at you throwing it away. So that was funny. And I guess another one that was funny. Um, one of my friends got five wigs for a hundred dollars, random as hell. So. <laughs> she tried them (laughs) on I tried them on and pretended to be different versions of Tina Turner and they thought that was so funny and I was like this is just my personality I just think y'all are not used to this so we was dancing the whole time and just cracking up so that was really fun so yeah I was dying laughing I don't think they knew I was that silly but I was like I could have fun by myself
1: (laughs) yeah you most definitely I love when you bring that side
0: out of you hilarious (laughs) Yeah, we was having a little too much fun, but that I don't know why they bought that cheese. It was horrible. I know,
1: dang. It sounded
0: like it was about to be
1: a bomb, little piece of night, and then
0: it's over. You know, all the wrong ingredients. Yeah. Okay. This one is: What questions do you ask yourself every day? Mm. What's the priority? Um,
1: And I it's just stuck on my head because this is really a theme that I use for my clients in general. So like a while ago, you know, I was really a person who would always talk about like, you got to find balance, you know, you can't do too much of this, too much of that. You got to find this balance. And I I was something on Instagram. I think it was uh one of our guests, actually, that we had before. And they talked about how there's no, like using the word balance is not helpful. There's no mm-hmm. like, technically such thing. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, really it's about what's the priority for now? And whenever you find the priority, then it automatically creates balance, if that makes sense. So anytime that I'm like struggling where I feel like it's too much going on, even when I don't think it's too much going on, I'll just be like, well, what's the priority? And once I figure out what's the priority, then I feel more at ease. It makes me like not have to, like sometimes I'll create these long, long to-do lists and it's like, you cannot do all of this today, even tomorrow, or even in the next week. So just pick the priority and you'll get to the rest of the thing. So that's something I ask myself
0: every day. Yeah. Yours sounds very productive. Mine's is not. Mine's is usually what you gonna eat for dinner? Do you got the ingredients to eat that? Do you want to order something on Postmates? Is Chick-fil-A open? Where are you gonna get? Do you want tea instead? You should probably stretch. Did you do that? Oh. Did you make sure you use the restroom multiple times a day? Did you drink water? <laughs> Those are usually well, my no. thoughts.
1: Those are several thoughts. That said one thought, right?
0: Oh, one question you ask yourself every day. Okay, so my one question is Are you going to go to the gym and work out, or are you not going to work out? (laughs) And lately it's been you not. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. That's my productive.
1: No, you know, to to go into this whole productivity (laughs) thing, you know, it sounds like that you are resting and replenishing in your own way so I'm here for it you know <laughs> you know I'm here for it like of course and okay. all those things
0: will be here Hmm. this next one is what were you passionate about 10 years ago and are you still so passionate about it Uh, I can't believe I was turning 18 10 years ago that's wild to even think wow I cannot believe that I'm 29
1: um but anyways <laughs> we oh nah I ain't even gonna claim that but <laughs> older than we were 10 years ago absolutely in these years <laughs> they are going they're going <laughs> they're for sure here and going um 10 years ago something I was passionate about I'm no longer passionate about Mm-mm-mm. um I feel like 10 years ago I was most definitely passionate about just staying like always doing something I remember even how I got to like being a part of so many different clubs like I've always been active like my mom she always would put us in like different stuff at the community centers boys and girls club so we we did everything dancing stepping freaking I mean anything you could think of sewing cooking classes like mm-hmm. my mom had us in all type of stuff
0: yeah but
1: I remember my sister got pregnant um in high school and I remember her telling me she was like just do everything in school like be a part of everything well just telling me all this stuff so i was just like all right and so my freshman year in high school i didn't do anything uh like as far as like being involved in extracurricular activities but after that my sister told me that i became like i was junior and senior class president i did i was on a dance team i was a uh one of the coaches one year i did uh freaking what's that thing called um uh, not baseball but the softball mm-hmm. yeah I did softball uh, I was a part of a advocacy program on campus I did home I did so much stuff and even going into like college it slowed down but I created my own dance organization like it mm-hmm. was always about like doing something you always have to be doing something and like back then, I mean, it was fun and I, it, I'm grateful for it, but I really now looking back, I'm like, what was the purpose of all of that? You know, mm-hmm. like, and so now, I feel like I was really passionate about just doing something just yeah. do stuff. And now I'm not so much like that. I'm still doing things, but I'm really recognizing, recognizing of like, am I passionate about this or am I just doing it to do it? And uh, if it's just doing it to doing it, I am cutting it off yeah no for me I'm not about that just doing stuff to do it life just to say or to put something on the resume or just to say oh yeah I got a business or whatever the big thing is now everybody want to be especially in LA it's like oh what what are you doing what what type of stuff do you do it's like (laughs) I don't even care about that you know like do I like what I'm doing and so that is something I've noticed about myself that's different which is great I'm grateful for it because that is how burnout starts, right? That is how you mm-hmm. get lost in your identity and who you are as a person. So yeah. I'm grateful for that.
0: Interesting. So <laughs> the question is, what were you passionate about? Are you still passionate about it? So Oh snap. <laughs> but you answered it though. You answered okay. it correctly. Because I was gonna say for me, I've always wanted to be a therapist and I've always been interested in mental health since I was like 15. Um so it hasn't changed. Like I've always said like, I'm gonna be a marriage and family therapist. I've, I mean, I've looked into social work, but this is what I've always wanted to do. And I'm still passionate about it. So I'm appreciating that because like a lot of my peers and a lot of people, like I read about on forms and stuff. They're like, this is something you do for a few years. And then you move on to something else. Like this is not a job or an interest that people have for very long. And for me, I'm at the point where I still enjoy it. But now I'm like, I realize there are so many things I could do with this. So, always looking for new things to do. So, I'm really appreciating that. So, I'm going to ask one more question before we wrap up. And this question is Do you look forward more to waking up or going to sleep? And why? Oh, oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You want me to go first because like you think it real hard. Go first, please. <laughs> um, for me, I I think it depends on the location that I'm in. Mm. Um, I feel like when I'm at home, I do look forward to going to sleep because I feel like I kind of make it worth it. Like I feel like I I do so much in the day, and especially like having a baby, being so busy, it's like my body gets to like ha um as opposed to in the morning it's like I gotta do this shit again so I like that moment to aha but if I'm like traveling or something I'm always looking forward to waking up so I'm like what are we about to do what are we about to get into like I don't want to go to sleep because like I don't want to miss anything while I'm there um and I would say it's a mixed bag like when I'm like with family because it's like sometimes we do so much I want to go to sleep and then sometimes it's like I'm excited for what we're going to do for the next day or like what's planned so it definitely depends on location for me.
1: Yeah. What about you? Um, you know, like what I realize is that I don't like either one. Um uh, <laughs> or and it sounds really I don't bad, know. Just sleeping habits. Yeah, my sleeping habits are all over the place. I'm really working on I'm really wanting to work on it. Um, so it's one of those well, I guess I can say I like Waking up whenever I want to, and I like to go to sleep whenever I want to. (laughs) So basically, if it was up to me, I would not have a set time that I have to wake up, or I wouldn't have to use alarms. I would get to wake up whenever my body wants to. Sometimes it might be, Mm -hmm. sometimes it might be nine or whatever it is. Um, and then the same thing is going to sleep whenever I want to go to sleep is whenever I want to go to sleep. Um, and so it changes. (laughs) It changes depending on what's going on, right? So if I do have something that I have to get up for, then, you know, obviously I have to. But basically, I think that this is something I need to work on because if I had a sleep schedule, then my body would actually wake up at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. And so I did start this new thing where um, I want to have like a morning routine where I do like like 20, 30 minutes of something audio so uh, like a podcast or something, music, whatever, something visual, whether that is like, uh, like some sticky notes or something. And then mm-hmm. something that's like active, it can be literally like a five minute walking video or stretching or something. So I think that if I have like something in place for me to do, then I'll look forward to it. But right now I usually don't start working until a little later. And so it's kind of be like, well, what are you going to do? And I don't like doing work before work.
0: (laughs) I like that you're highlighting that though, because it's making me think about um, this conversation that's been going on around like, if you get up at 5am, you're more productive and you can like do all these things and blah, blah, blah. But what you're making me think about is the exact reason why I only work between one and seven. And that's because that gives me the flexibility to go to sleep whenever I want and still also wake up whenever I want in a way that makes sense. Because if I'm only working between one and seven and I'm working from home, I could definitely wake up at 12 if I wanted to. I could stay up all night if I wanted to. But I'm still able to do the things I need to do within the day while still feeling rested. And so I'm always encouraging my clients to like, throw away that narrative of if you wake up at 5 a.m and you do all these things like your day counts like you can literally structure it to how you want and like you said like I don't do work before work like I might think about it and be like okay with this client I'm probably going to try this new thing but that's a thought like it's not something I'm about to sit down and like plan out or nothing like that like if it don't fit into the work day I'm not doing it so (laughs) exactly (laughs) I like that so, we did something different for today and I hope maybe y'all take some of the questions and try them out too. So, Sonica, did you want to say anything before we wrap up? Um,
1: yeah, just promoting some of the events that we have going on. So, um, just promoting our event Black Women Healing Podcast. We're having an interactive healing session Saturday, December 10th, 11:30 a.m. at Urbana Goods in Gardena, California. Um, yeah we would love for you all to come out and join us it's been a while since we've been able to connect in person so go ahead and get your tickets and it's on eventbrite and you can find the link in our bio and also we'll put them in the description
0: notes and myra also has something coming up yes i have the Resilient Tea coming up on december 11th in beverly hills and we'll share the link um on our link tree and i think that's it for this week's episode Absolutely. See you all next Monday.